What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. My name is Simon Voyanos. I'm your host for today, and this is Request Part 42. And you know, on this episode, we're back at it, spotlighting uh, programs and high school football teams from all across the country. And so on this episode, we are talking about four players from Franklin County High School over in Kentucky. Quick shout out to Coach Dennis Ledford and Coach Eddie James. Uh, there's some coaches who actually sent us um, some film on one player, but attached was a really cool recruiting prospect list for a bunch of their 2022 to uh, 25 guys. And so we really just pulled from that. We might cover, you know, the other players that were on that list, but you know, they did a very good job of organizing it and giving us everything we need to know and everything that a college coach would actually need to know when it comes to recruiting these players. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it and talk about about Peyton Ledford. He is a 6'2", 240-pound linebacker and tight end. He is a class of 23 athlete. And so uh, Peyton was actually the first player that they sent to us. He was the guy that they wanted us to spotlight. And you know what? He's a heck of a ball player on both sides of the ball. You know, in my opinion, he's somebody who could probably be D1. Um, There are some things I'd like to see him work on. And he has time. You know, he has about two or so seasons to work on these things, two or so years to work on these things. But what I see right now, I really like like and so right off the bat the thing that stands out to me the most is that he's just a super explosive athlete and he's like a freight train on both sides of the ball he's a literally and i don't know if i've seen this a ton but he's a downhill blocker and tackler and that's you know kind of a rare deal to see you don't see many guys who are downhill type of players on both sides of the ball but he really is a savage on both sides of the ball and he honestly actively seeks out contact and will consistently blast players now you know in the last couple request episodes i've done i'll i I feel like i've been saying this a lot how you know if a player is given a chance you know they'll light up a you know they'll light up an, an opponent and whatnot and for Peyton here you know it's not even really about angles if he has a shot like just in general if he could like lay a hit on him he will and it'll be a pretty aggressive hit a pretty physical hit pretty much all the time um strength wise he just has a lot of power and a lot of explosiveness you know he just hits so hard on defense there are multiple times he just comes barreling through linemen you know doesn't you know there's not a lot of pass rushing moves or block shooting moves there he just basically shoves them and you know moves move them and you know he's just a people mover and he just blows up plays on defenses you know if it's a run play even if he's picking the wrong gap or maybe not the best gap he's just creating a hole by just just coming through and just barreling through linemen and blockers and just being destructive out there and that's you know special there are not a lot of football okay there are football players who can do this but there are not a lot of football players at least that we've broken down who have been able to do this 
on a consistent basis. But Peyton here, you know, he just does it. And it's natural. And like I said, it's on both sides of the ball. On defense, he's barreling through blockers. On offense, he's blowing up defenders. And, you know, it sucks for the people going up against him because he's just a monster of a man at 6'2", 240. And you know what? He's only a sophomore, I believe, because he's a class of 23 player. So that's super impressive at this point. While we're talking about, you know, his athleticism and whatnot. So, you know, on that scouting report, basically, that these coaches have given us, it lists, you know, a bunch of their lifts and um, times and speed and all that great stuff, which is really helpful. And so, Peyton's listed 40-yard dash is a 4.95. Um, but just being completely honest, like just eyeing it, like looking at his film, I don't know if that's completely accurate. Maybe he's just super ex explosive right off the bat, and so that covers for it, and, you know, he slows down at the end of his runs a little bit. You know, that's a natural thing that could happen, but uh, just in my opinion, he just seems faster than that. And in addition to that, he has great agility with good sideline to sideline ability, you know, good solid lateral quickness there. Um, and so that kind of makes up for even if he's not like the fastest straight line speed guy. But, you know, I, I'm just going to be real. I don't think that he runs a 495. I kind of feel like he runs a little bit faster than that. Because I've seen some guys who have ran 50s and, you know, 49s, 48s. And, you know, they're definitely a little slower. And whether that's, uh, you know, the time being a little bit skewed or... Um, you know, just a little little different and favorable to the athlete. That's up to them. But I just don't know if I buy into the 495. He's definitely at least a little bit faster. Also, I don't know how updated that time is anyways. Um, so, yeah. But either way, you know, that combination of speed and power, it's special. Uh, even if he was just a powerful athlete, that would help him out a lot as well. But, you know, he's a powerful athlete with good agility and speed, you know. He's, he's not a slow dude by any means, I would say. He's not a slow dude at all. So, there you go. Uh, I think I already mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again as a blocker excellent you know he could be a fantastic lead blocker who could clear the way you know i know the fullback position is kind of you know going away but there are still college teams out there that run uh, run heavy offenses with multiple backs and blockers and guys who carry the ball and i think payton would you know fit in a system like that right off the bat i'm kind of thinking army and their little triple option system i think he would be perfect for that kind of deal there or you know if you're a coach and you run a multiple offense and you want to have some heavier sets to, to help out the run game i think payton could help there as well and you know, speaking of helping out the run game and just the offense in general, in my opinion, he didn't get a lot of receiving opportunities. And, you know, this is a squad that went four wide kind of a lot. Don't think they run the spread. It looks like a combination of a couple of things there. So, you know, there you go. But he just didn't get the receiving opportunities that I'd kind of expect a guy at his size and, I guess, talent and athleticism to get. But that didn't stop him from being productive on the ground, or sorry, through the air as a receiver and showing that he can be a dangerous offensive weapon. You know, there was one play in particular where, you know, he just gets open. I think it's, uh, 
he, he's just unaccounted for and he's running vertically I want to say it's a seam route I could be wrong though but it's one of those things and he gets open and once he gets the ball it's a foot race and he beats out defenders like safeties and corners and linebackers uh, to the end zone which is a solid 20 or 30 yard play I want to say um, but you know that's good you know <laughs> yeah I, I saw a couple plays like that and you know that means that he could actually you know be a threat on offense and potentially score because i know plenty of guys who are great blockers you know fantastic hitters probably more defensive guys um but you know when it comes to offense they struggle a little bit scoring and they might be a little bit of liability liability either because they don't have hands or as great of hands or they just don't have I guess that offensive mentality, you know, having that vision and speed and being able to create, you know, after the catch and whatnot. But I feel like Peyton has some of these things here and he's better than most, I would say. And also, at, you know, 6'2", 230, 240, that's not a bad height and weight to be at. You know, that's a tough guy to bring down when you get the ball in his hands. And, you know, in my opinion, I think he should get the ball in his hands more. But, you know, with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about some things I'd like to see him improve so that he could reach his maximum potential. Because right now, you know, there are a lot of things athletically and skill-wise that I look at and I like a lot. Um, it doesn't mean that those things are refined, per se. I, I, I would just say as of right now for someone at his age there are a lot of raw you know prospects and aspects of his game that you know makes him valuable doesn't mean he's a well-rounded refined prospect right now in my opinion those things make him into a good prospect to look at somebody that you know you could develop and once he's developed he could be a star for your team and so with that being said i'd like to continue to see him work on just his athleticism all around you know get faster more agile more explosive i feel like he should you know be able to make improvements each year if this is his cap athleticism wise you know i i wouldn't be as mad at that but uh you know improvement every year is never a bad thing and so i think you could definitely do that i think speed is something that i'm a little bit more concerned about as well just because he is listed or his 40 is a listed 495 and i did say i don't believe it but I don't know, maybe he does run a 495 or maybe even a little bit faster, more in the 4.7s, 4.8s. I could believe that. Still, though, I would like for him to get a little bit faster because I am concerned about him in his uh, pass coverage skills, you know. And sp specifically, I would say his man-to-man -man ability. In general, we didn't really see him in pass coverage a lot. And you know what? We'll talk about another player that kind of covered those duties, those uh, middle linebacker, linebacker pass coverage duties more just so that Payton could focus on the run here but just in general didn't really see that a lot uh just covering people man to man or in zone and uh I don't doubt that he can do it but I think his athleticism needs to be able to match that because it's a different kind of athleticism you can't be a downhill like you know pass coverage um uh, person or defender that's just not how that works right and so I'd like to continue to see him work uh, on that with the purpose of being able to cover people man to man and in zone. 
Another thing that I like to see him work on, and look, here's the deal. I think he's somebody who could be very good on both sides of the ball, and so I'm going to give things that he could work on um, on both sides of the ball so that he could get better and you know be more versatile. But uh, the thing that I like to see him work on on offense is just to see him develop more as a receiver or really an offensive threat in the red zone. I said this before, I think he could be a great fullback or tight end on the next level um but to you know be a good fullback or tight end on the next level specifically the d1 level because i'm sure that's where he wants to be he has to work on that scoring and you know at least be some sort of threat whether he's running the ball or catching it in the end zone and you know if he's going to be working on those things the things i'd like to see him work on specifically here uh first off as a receiver you know just getting great reliable hands learning how to catch from multiple angles making contested catches if he could do that he doesn't have to be the fastest guy you know it just means the quarterback needs to trust him and he'll be the security blanket in the red zone and i could work with that if he is going to be going more of the fullback h-back uh look here i think he just needs to work on his vision so that means going into the film room, looking at blocking schemes and looking at what the defense is throwing at you and going off of that and uh, working on lateral quickness as well. I think I already said this, but if you're going to run the ball, you got to be at least a little bit quick and have some agility to you and not just be a whole sledgehammer. So there you go. But just in general, I like to see him develop as an offensive threat. In the red zone specifically, or even, you know, or even in short game situations uh, that could help like fourth and short, third and short type of deals. I want to see him be able to step up just a little bit more there because I know he's a fantastic blocker and all that. So, yeah. And then last but not least, I think I already mentioned this, um, but I'm just going to mention it in a different way, I guess. But I'd like to see how he holds up as a zone defender. Uh, I already mentioned working on his athleticism so that he could be a good man-to-man -man guy. But when you're playing the zone, you got to be aware of passing patterns and what the offense does and their tendencies. And so this really isn't as much of a... I guess athleticism type of deal at this point this is more of a mental aspect just seeing like where he's at against the pass and in general I feel like he has a solid football IQ a good football IQ but you know it I it that was against the run for the most part I would say and so I'd like to see a little bit more passing looks here because you know just where football is going it's uh it's a passing sport you know, a lot of the time it is a passing sport, and I don't want Peyton to be somebody who has to be taken off the field, and, you know, you sub in a hybrid safety or linebacker or whatever to take his spot, because I really feel like the more opportunities he has to be on the field, the more opportunities that, you know, you give him to cause turnovers and to just cause havoc. He's somebody you want on the field all the time, and so if you have to take him out in the passing game, you know, that could get complicated in uh, late game situations and just game situations in general. So for Peyton here, I want to see him work on that pass defense and, you know, do that work for sure. But altogether, you know, Peyton Ledford here, he's a fantastic player. I'm going to go ahead and read off a quote that his coach gave on him. And so his coach said that Peyton is a workhorse. He is the captain of our defense and packs a punch. When he makes contact, he has explosive hips and finishes plays on defense. He has developed into a linebacker who can cover sideline to sideline. He has a high football IQ and is a dominant player. 
And so those are all good things, you know, to hear from his coach and whatnot. It's rare that we actually get those quotes on specific players here on the podcast, but it's welcomed. You know, I feel like it really gives insight on what kind of player this kiddo really is. And so kind of what I'm looking at here for Peyton, I feel like he is most definitely a D1 player. I don't know if it's FCS or, you know, Power 5 or Group of 5 or whatever, but I feel like he is a D1 type of player just based on his raw ability and just his athleticism. If he continues to, to develop and, you know, refine his game on either side of the ball, you know, the more offers he'll get, the better offers he'll get. But Peyton here is the type of guy that you need on your team. Uh, whether he's playing tight end, linebacker, fullback, H-back, whatever, you need a hard hitter like this kiddo who can move like him, um, mind you. And so I feel like any team that gets paid in is getting a sledgehammer, somebody who loves to hit, who's going to set the tone on either side of the ball, would be a really good special teams guy. I didn't mention this, but in my opinion, he'd be a great special teams guy, whether it's in the kick return or um, you know punt return or kickoff punt game. Either way, I feel like he could be an impact player on those sides of the ball. So... Um, on all sides of the ball, really. So we'll just have to see about that. Best of luck to Peyton. And just like all the other players we'll talk about here, he is more than welcome onto the show. But coming up next, we're going to continue to talk about his teammates, this time going to the offensive side of the ball. Coming up next. All right, welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. We're continuing our spotlight on Franklin County High School over in Kentucky, talking about number four, Caden Moorman. He is another sophomore. He's a running back at 6'2", 190 pounds. And, you know, he's the star running back for this Franklin County High School team. And so let me go ahead and talk about the things that make this kiddo special because just in general, he's a great athlete with a fantastic combination of speed, agility, and strength. He's a workhorse type of back as a sophomore right now. Um, the thing, in my opinion, that really stands out just watching Caden play is that his footwork is very good. You know, he has good foot firepower speed there and, um, you know, it's just very precise and you love to see that. And he uses his footwork to create an open space. And just because of how talented he is, you know, he's a shifty back. He's somebody that... You know, in an ideal situation as a defensive coordinator, you don't want a defensive player to go 101 because chances are Caden's going to win that 101 time and time again. If it's a 101 situation, he might as well be gone at that point because he's either going to run him over or, you know, shed the tackle or just beat him outside. And that's that. So there you go. The other thing that I really noticed about Kaden here is that, you know, he is 6'2", 190, which is a little tall for a running back. Not too tall, though. I think it's just, you know, I think 6'3 is a little tall for a running back, but I think 6'2 is just fine. But for a taller kind of back, uh, because I have seen plenty of 6'2", 190-pound running backs, he runs with a good pad level. That's something that I noticed a lot. He'll break a lot of tackles and is difficult to bring down. Obviously, some of it you you have to account to strength and power, but just in general, 
you know he runs pretty low he runs at a pretty comfortable pad level there not running too high and not running too low obviously but it's just right for him and it just looks natural and you know that's something that you can't always teach that's something that you kind of just have to develop and you know just have a good habit for uh growing up if you gotta teach that you know going into the next level that will definitely take some time and you know as a coach it's a good thing to see that it's a pretty natural out there Another thing that I really liked is that he's extremely productive in the pass game and has solid hands. He does a good job of securing the catch through contact. Um, doesn't run, you know, the widest variety of routes, but there are definitely a couple times where the ball was underthrown because the quarterback was under pressure or the ball just wasn't a good throw in general. And, uh, you know, you have the safety coming down and he's in situations uh, where he's running that seam route, that wheel route. And, you know, the quarterback has to fit it between the linebacker and the safety. And most of the time, the safety is uh, barreling down on Caden here. But what matters is that he, you know, secures the catch. And he makes the catch through contact. And he does this time and time again. Now, whether, you know, he secures the catch and gets some extra yards after that... It depends on the situation, but most of the time, you know, he secures the catch and he's he's shown that he can be a reliable receiver out there. So that's never a bad thing to have a running back who can catch and can be a threat in the receiving game. And honestly, Caden here is just somebody that you got to get the ball in his hands. And so the fact that he's able to do that both in the run and pass game kind of makes him into a workhorse type of back that... A lot of colleges soon here will be looking for and will want to sign and have on their team. Even if he doesn't play every down, he could be a guy that can play every down. And that's what matters. Versatility matters. Always. Lastly here, uh, well, second to lastly here, I would say. He has good vision, sets up his blocks well. Um, you know, with that footwork, that's always a deadly combination. And I would say makes solid decisions. Oh, and then... He has a 3.25 GPA. It's not bad. You know, that's pretty solid. Could be a little bit better, I guess, if you really want to nitpick there. But 3.25, that's a very comfortable GPA. Colleges will look at that and be like, all right, we don't have to worry about him as a student. He should be able to take care of it in the classroom. He should. And then I'm going to end the positives here with a quote from his coach. And so his coach said that Caden is an elite talent. He has everything you'd want in a running back. He has elite vision, great hands, ball security, and is a great blocker. He has an unmatched competitiveness. And that's what you like to hear. And, you know, granted, Caden here is a uh, underclassman, or he was an underclassman. He's going to be a junior here pretty soon here. But as an underclassman, you know, he was busy with 101 rushing attempts for 606 rushing yards and 13 rushing touchdowns. He also had 26 catches for 453 uh, receiving yards and four touchdowns, four receiving touchdowns. That is, you know, he was a productive player who did his thing as a sophomore. And so, you know, it's crazy to think that Caden has about two more years left of high school ball where he can improve. And so, Speaking of improvements, let's go ahead and talk about those things and some things that you could work on to continue to be a better player and, you know, reach that next level. So number one, the thing that I noticed the most is that uh, he bounces outside a lot, which isn't always a bad thing. If you have the speed, you know, do it. 
but I like to see him work inside a little bit more. I feel like whenever you have a fast back, they naturally want to bounce outside because they're used to beating people outside. Uh, but on the next level, you got to be an inside-outside type of runner. And so I like to see that vision go to work. You know, I'd like to see him just pick apart uh, blocking schemes and uh, defensive schemes and really just do his thing inside. We did a breakdown on the number one running back in Q Jones in Colorado a bit ago. Uh, he just graduated high school here. And, you know, he was somebody, in my opinion, who could easily be an inside-outside runner. When he's running inside, he just picks apart defenses and, you know, uses his vision, sets up great blocks, and um, does the rest with his agility and his playmaking skills and just makes it happen inside. But also, he could bounce it outside and be gone as well. For Kanan here, I want to see him eventually develop into that type of player somebody who could work inside outside and be surgical either way with it so there you go uh speaking of vision uh you know to be able to do that you got to improve your vision and there are times where you can tell he is set on the path he wants to take and gets a little bit of tunnel vision you could see that you know um just happen with him you could see him have a little bit of tunnel vision especially when he's kind of trying to lower his shoulder through a hole and run through some players and get some more yardage that's not a bad thing but you got to keep your eyes up you got to be ready to make quick decisions and uh you know be be good with your vision right trust your vision and and see it all the way through right don't just throw your head down and run hard and that's not a bad thing to do that but also be a little bit more patient and so to do that that's just film work and discipline um you know taking reps and whatnot and so i think that's something that he can improve on like i said i want him to get better each year and so i feel like this is how he could get there by working on that vision and you know being somebody who can surgically take apart a defense whenever he gets the ball the last couple things here that i'd like to see him work on um as a receiver i'd like to see him continue to work and run more routes work on getting off the press and maybe even lining up outside and going out for passes because and this is probably just a scheme of things which isn't you know his fault by any means but i'd like to still see him be ready to take on that receiver role if possible but uh you know he just didn't catch a wide variety of routes and like i said that might just be the screw uh the scheme and the offense he's in he caught a lot of screen routes you know that's pretty easy you just leak out caught a lot of seam uh and you know wheel type of routes like i said now he was productive and he killed them on those type of plays but you know those are really the only two routes he ran and look it's not a bad thing right this is a team that does run four receivers so you know and plus they have a great tight end as well and so not everyone could get the ball um on a bunch of different routes but i just like to see Caden uh, get ready for that next level and continue to work on those receiving skills that's never a bad thing and then lastly here i feel like his upper body uh strength can be improved I think the weapon that he's really missing, something that'll make him even more lethal outside of the mental aspects of the game and, you know, just talking about athleticism, pure athleticism, that is. Um, but I feel like if he can develop a nasty stiff arm, then he could definitely earn him more yards. There were a couple times where I felt like if he just threw that arm out there and punched the defender or, you know, gave him a good shove, at that point, you know, it's a foot race because he gets separation from the from the defender and um i kind of feel like 
I don't know. There are just a lot of times where a good stiff arm would have freed him up for a touchdown, potentially. And so that's there's a couple of touchdowns that I felt like he potentially left on the field because he doesn't quite have that stiff arm yet. But if he can develop that, oh, he could be a monster out there. He could be somebody who is is more of a nightmare you know and he is a nightmare just in general he's a great player but this would make him almost unstoppable from a you know just pure athleticism standpoint and so if he works on these things i think he could be one of the best just football players in the country moving forward as of right now i feel like he's a d1 guy uh, probably more of an fcs type of guy with potential you know upside for power five offers and whatnot i don't doubt that at all he is a great athlete he's somebody that doesn't need a whole lot of refining at least not as much as uh payton i would say um, but he, you know, there are some things that he could still work on. I like to see him get a little bit more athletic and whatnot. Uh, he runs a four six five, which is not bad. He could be a little bit faster, but you know, if he works on the things that I talked about, then you know, what's a what's a forty time? It doesn't matter as much if you're just a good ball player out there. So there you go. But. All, all together, I think Caden Mormon is somebody who can be a fantastic, you know, three down back for a lot of different teams in college. And he's somebody that you got to keep an eye out for. You know, he's super talented. And at 6'2", 190, he already has the body for it, which is not exactly something you see every day. And, you know, now that's not the indicator of, of things to come, but he definitely has some talent and could be somebody who... Could easily be one of the best running backs, not just in Kentucky, but in the entire South, which could be saying a lot of things there. So we'll just leave it there. And, you know, Caden, if you want to come onto the show and talk about it more, you know, let's do it. DM us. Coming up next, though, we're going to stay on the offensive side of the ball and talk about a wide receiver here. Coming up next. All right, welcome back. We got Braden Tracy, the 6'1", 195-pound wide receiver. He is a junior going into his senior year, so class of 22. We're going to go ahead and switch it up like we always do and talk about the things that I'd like to see him work on slash areas of concern. So the thing that I saw the most, and this isn't, you know, his fault at all that, you know, the coaching staff placed him here. And it's not exactly a weakness, I would say, but he does play a lot in the slot. And I would like to see if he can play outside or at least get those opportunities to play outside. Because while he is lined up in the slot, he gets a lot of very easy matchups. And those matchups consist of him going up against the linebackers slower corners slash smaller corners either one or just not getting covered at all there are a couple times where you know he gashes defenses because he just sneaks in between the linebackers and safety and the quarterback puts it on the money and he just you know rips them apart he just rips them apart um between uh, those two positions and he's just not covered at all and it's not man to man he's definitely a zone buster type of player and that's not a bad thing but you know when you're wide open a lot it's easy to score and get those yards so there you go i don't doubt that he can play outside and whatnot i'd just like to see him do it 
And some things I'd like to see him do well when he plays outside is, you know, see how he fares against the press. You know, is he somebody that could fight off the press and then get open? That'd be good. And then I'd also like to see him become a little bit more of a vertical threat. He's more of a possession wide receiver, I want to say right now. But I want to see if he could get separation, be a deep threat, be somebody who can, you know, stretch out defenses and um, be somebody that defenses have trouble preparing for. You know, and that's more for versatility than anything. Another thing I like to see him work on um, is his lateral quickness. It's not like bad. It's all right. And I feel like if he continues to work on that and his explosiveness, he could be a much better possession receiver and, you know, be, um, you know, getting those yards after catch yards and well, at least more of those and really maximize his talent there. And then lastly, the thing that kind of concerns me is that there is no return film. At least I didn't see a lot of those. Saw some special teams film here and there, um, but he's not like returning the ball at all. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he's not the fastest guy on this team. There are other guys that are more talented. Well, I don't want to say more talented, but they are definitely more talented athletically. I would say, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having that running back returning some kicks or, you know, even the other guy on this list returning some kicks here. That's never a bad idea. But, you know, it is a little concerning that he didn't return a lot. And so I am concerned about his versatility on special teams. I, I mean, you know, I feel like he can play on special teams just based off of his athleticism. But uh, the level of um you know i guess quality when he does play on special teams is definitely a little bit of con of a concern because i didn't see it a lot regardless Braden tracy is a good wide receiver um so number one he's a great blocker when he gets his hands in there and usually he does you know he gets it inside he just makes an impact in the special teams and uh, run game. He's just out there. And, you know, I did mention that he does have special teams film. It's not him, you know, returning, but it's him making great blocks. And he does this in the run game a lot. At 6'1", 195, he's pretty built. You know, he has some muscle on him. And he's a dude who'll get out there and just hit a guy. You know, he'll set the tone. And, you know, that's what you love to ha have out of wide receivers. I feel like this is probably one of the biggest weaknesses when it comes to evaluating wide receivers. And we've evaluated a lot of them. And, you know, there are some great guys who are playmakers in the past game. Obviously, that's expected. But it's not every day you have a guy who's a fantastic blocker. And that's who Braden Tracy is. He's a physical player who'll get in there and make a play when the ball isn't in his hands and you love to see that selflessness uh speaking of his hands though you know he has very strong hands he consistently makes contested catches and that's a uh, very good to see there he has solid good speed and agility uh in my opinion he has great ability to create after the catch and will gain those yak yards like i said i want to see him you know continue to improve on that athleticism because i feel like there might be a little bit more uh improvement there for Braden here but regardless he's great with the ball in his hands he's somebody who will break a lot of tackles runs though kind of like a running back and he's difficult to bring down and he's somebody who could potentially break ankles as well and then these last two things i really like you know he's a track athlete so a two-sport athlete uh in fact the last a couple players we talked about are two sport athletes. I love how they mentioned that in their little scouting report. And he does have the highest GPA out of the players that we'll be breaking down today at a 3.7, which is very, 
very good. Colleges love that, you know. And so, altogether, Braden Tracy is somebody who does a lot of the things that, you know, coaches want in a well-rounded wide receiver. You know, and the fact that he does play in the slot, that's not bad either. He could be a slot receiver on the next level. I think he could be a good FCS, uh, you know, full ride D2 guy at uh, as a slot receiver and whatnot and be somebody who who will create and you know be a threat out there and you know just do his thing like he did on or like he does in high school before I end this segment though I do want to say this quote from his coach uh, so his coach says about Braden Braden is a physical wide receiver with great hands he weighs 190 pounds I believe he's at 195 now and he is a great blocker he is a competitor and will continue to emerge as an elite wide receiver in Kentucky. And you know what? I believe all of that. I feel like he's somebody who can be all of those things and more. He's a breakout candidate, I would say, going into this next year. He's somebody who could put up a lot of numbers and get some of that uh, you know, interest from the FCS level uh, for sure. And maybe even Power 5 or Group of 5 level. But we'll just have to see there. I'd like to see Braden continue to work on these things and you know, show that he can be the number one wide receiver on a lot of football football teams in the country on that next level so there you go lastly though uh we're gonna talk about another one of Braden's teammates another franklin county high school teammate uh on the defensive side of the ball coming up next all right welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. This is the last player for today's episode, and it is Jaden Madison. He is a safety, 6'3, 180 pounds, and he is a junior, soon to be senior, so class of 22. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the things that I want to see him improve on, slash things that concern me a little bit. Number one, out of all of these players here, I believe, um, that were provided to, to us, he does have the lowest GPA at a 2.75. Now, that's not football-related, but if it doesn't, you know, get under control, or if it doesn't stay there at least, it can be football-related. You know, he has kind of a lower GPA. 2.3, I want to say, is the passing GPA, so he's not too far from that. But, you know, if his GPA fluctuates, I want him to be in an ideal spot. So, in my opinion, if he could get to a 3.0, um, a lot of a lot more teams would pay attention. You know, they looked at they would look at Jaden off the field and be like, all right, you know, maybe not the best student in the classroom, but 3.0, I could live with that. You know, it's not like a 2.7. It's not just barely passing at a 2.3 or lower. He's somebody who could, you know, work hard in the classroom and it won't be a problem. A 3.0 looks a lot better than a 2.7. I'll tell you that right now. So there you go. Another thing I'd like to see him work on, and I don't, you know, I really don't feel like this is going to be that big of a deal. I think it will naturally happen, but if he does decide to play linebacker, because um, right now he's kind of in a hybrid role between safety and linebacker. He plays a lot of box safety, I would say, and so, you know, there is an, a scenario where he does switch over to linebacker, which I could see him do, or just be more of a hybrid type of defensive player. And for him to efficiently do that, I feel like if he could get to 200 pounds, 
that'd be a good spot. Even if he decides to play safety, I feel like a playing weight of 200 pounds, if he could maintain that speed, would be perfect at 6'3", because he is a taller safety, so I feel like 200 pounds isn't, you know, the most. And um, so there you go. So I feel like if he wants to be a uh, an elite D1 guy, 200 pounds is the way to go. But obviously, don't sacrifice speed for all that. I think speed is a little bit more important than, you know, putting on a weight. But that's all I'm saying. You know, just on paper, it looked better if he'd be at 200 pounds. Uh, another thing I'd like to see more of, I'd like to see him in more man-to-man situations, especially on the outside playing that cornerback spot. Um, he plays a couple different positions here. You know, he's a defensive back uh, playing safety primarily, cornerback, linebacker. But... Something I would like to see him play more is outside cornerback and just going up against, um, you know, receivers on the outside. And I just want to see if he could pr press those receivers. You know, can he be a press type of guy? Can he be somebody that could jam up front and, you know, allow those uh, defensive players on your D-line and, you know, your edge rushers to get to the quarterback because you have a big old 6-3 corner, you know, messing with those receivers. And if he can do that, I think his stock would skyrocket and he'd be a lot more coveted if he could do that along with all of the other things he already does right now. And then last but not least here, uh, would like to see him use his hands more to pass rush and have a couple pass rushing moves. You know, he does play a couple different positions here, and so I'm kind of listing things that I'd like to see him continue to refine. Obviously, I don't I don't expect him personally to do all these things, you know, be a good press corner and be a great pass rusher and all these all this stuff but if he can get better in uh, all these different areas collectively I could live with that you know I really could and then you know that's something that I want to see him continue to grow on year by year but let's go ahead and talk about the things that I really like some of the positives about Jaden Madison here uh, number one he is very versatile on defense and plays multiple positions you know he kind of he's the glue that holds this defense together he does a lot of good things for this defense like i said he plays linebacker safety and slot corner as well uh in my opinion on the next level he can be a hybrid defensive player on the d1 level and be the guy that could guard multiple skill guys while being very solid against the run so you're not losing much there and just you know he could be somebody that you could just keep on the field for the whole game while he is on the field, he has shown that he can cover in man and zone. I would say he's a stronger zone coverage player, I would say. And, you know, with that, I could see him being a very good safety back there. Somebody who could hit and, uh, you know, just be a rangy, tall safety that you have back there that would challenge a lot of passes. Along with that, you know, he's a physical hitter. Just in general, actually, I would say he's a very strong football player. Um, you barely see him getting barreled over or anything like that. And so that's always a good thing. Along with that, you know, has good speed and agility. Could be a very good linebacker, in my opinion. Um, does a solid... Actually, I would say he does a really good job, actually. Maintaining contain on those outside runs and, you know, on those quarterback runs. He just does a good job of locking that down. Uh, solid ball skills, and on top of that, he is a three-sport athlete with track and hoops being those other sports. Before I talk outlook here, let me go ahead and uh, say this quote that his coach gave me about Jaden. And so that is, Jaden is a great defensive football player. He covers the field and makes a multitude of plays that affect the game. 
He has played DB and linebacker and impacted the game at both positions. He is the cornerstone of our defense and his highlights speak for itself. He is an explosive player. Um, there you go. And those are all things I agree on. With Jaden here, I think he's somebody who could for sure be a D1 type of player if things go his way and you know if, obviously if he has a good senior year right now i would say he's a little bit more of an fcs player you know he's versatile and that's good and he's tall and he's at 180 pounds that's not bad at all but i do think there are some players out there in the country who are just you know a little bit more athletic you know maybe not as strong but they're faster more agile stuff like that i feel like Jaden's kind of you know close to his peak there if he continues to get faster and more agile that works too that'll be great but if he doesn't i wouldn't sweat it because honestly just in general he's somebody who has to be versatile anyways and so you know you kind of got to pick and choose what you want between speed agility strength and all that great stuff and that's a hard decision but as far as versatile defensive players go uh i've personally done you know a good number of breakdowns on some hybrid linebackers and safeties specifically in texas you know there's courage uh i'll go i want to say and then you got roy morris amir Mc McCray, i want to say from uh from houston texas and i feel like Jaden is a, a bit better than all of those players that I just listed there. You know, not like a, you know, a whole ton better, but he's definitely a bit better there. He's somebody who is going to get recruited because of his versatility, who probably is getting recruited because of his versatility, but I kind of see him more as an FCS guy as of right now. Unless, you know, he drastically improves on the things that I want him to improve on that I just listed here. Um, you know, he might be an FBS type of player, but I definitely see him more of an FCS player uh, right now, that is. But we'll see, you know, we'll definitely see. And Jaden, if you're listening to this, um, I don't mean it personally at all. That's just how I see it right now. And, you know, prove me wrong. And also, you're welcome onto the show. Anytime to dispute that. So, yeah. Anyways, that'll wrap up this episode of the Playmakers Corner Podcast. Thank you for rocking with us. You know, we're going to do more of these uh, breakdowns on, I guess, individual programs and high school teams. We want to highlight some of the better teams in the country, along with the players that make them great teams in the country. So remember, if you want to request a player... Make sure you leave their name, what position they play, um, you know, and then a link to their uh, highlights or their film. We're looking for at least three minutes of quality film there from their latest season, and then we'll go off of that. But once again, thank you for rocking with us, and, you know, have a good rest of your day.